Let's react to Wimby deciding to sit out of FIBA World Cup this summer. You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Nathan Ray Clark from Criminal Minds and Modern Family. And you, you lucky SOB, you're listening to the best Spurs podcast out there. Locked On Spurs with your boy, Jeff Garcia. God, he's sexy. Welcome back to Lockdown Spurs right here on the Lockdown NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's 5 San Antonio. I am glad to have you back. Hope everybody's having a great uh, work week. And we'll get you through that right here on Lockdown Spurs. Hey, everybody. We're going to be talking about Wimby. Shocker. Ho- what? What? Brand new news? No, no, no. Obviously, it's going to be nothing but a Wimby for quite some time. But we're going to react to his decision to not play with Team France this summer at the FIBA World Cup. What does this mean for him moving forward? Are there any cons to him actually sitting out? I know a lot of Spurs fans are loving his decision, but perhaps there are some cons to this. Also, we're going to get some Spurs news and notes and also tackle why nothing else really major happened during the NBA draft. In other words, Spurs didn't buy into back into the first round as many thought they did and i'll give you a quick health update finally seeing the light everybody finally seeing the light at the end of the tunnel i'm not out of it yet you don't want to see me on camera right now trust me red nose puffy eyes you know look like a ghost right now because i haven't been lack of sleep but i'm looking forward to getting back on video hopefully by tomorrow if not thursday the, the latest or friday sometime this week it'll happen who was our guest today? He is James Pledger. He is back, everybody. He's with San Antonio Sports Star, the man, the myth, the legend, and host of his own show, Extra Innings with Pledger. I'm so proud. Uh, it's like I got like a proud dad looking at his son. <laughs> look at your look at look at him. He's off on his own now. Uh, he is back, everybody. James, welcome back to Locked On Spurs. What's happening, Jeff? You can't tease me with all this. You don't want to see me on video and then give me all these reasons exactly why I would want to see you on video. No, that's memeable material right there. No, I am not going to put myself out there like that at all. It's bad. It's bad. But I'm just glad I'm getting out of the uh, this this dark tunnel I've been in. And, and, And James, you know this. Well, I don't know about you, but for me. So I gotten older, I can't recover as fast from colds anymore. Like I can't. Like I remember back in the day when I was a kid, I was able to bounce back like within a couple of days. Even my twenties, my thirties, I'll be done in two, three days tops. Now I need about two, three weeks just to recover. But um, but I love I appreciate all the love, James. Everybody's telling me when I was at the draft, knowing that I was sick, stay away from Wemby. No, I wasn't. If, if Jeff, you're okay, it's stay away from Wemby. So yeah. yeah. You appreciate can't all that love. get him sick. <laughs> we can't. It's just Pleasure, I did te- Pleasure, I did you tell know? you on Saturday morning hangover, though. I was three rows away from him. Is that, is that suffice? Did that, did that suffice? I mean, did you wear a mask? So let's go into our next first topic here. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure to follow Pleasure on Twitter at I am Pleasure. So, uh, let's dive into it. So, Wimby, yeah, a lot of Spurs fans are uh, pleasantly happy right now that he as announced, they should be. Uh, as they should be, yes, that he announced very early Monday morning, at least San Antonio time, because he he broke the news in in France. So, you know, by the time it made you know, the United States, it was crack of dawn that he has decided to 
not suit up for Team France this summer in Indonesia. He is not going to play at the FIBA World Cup. Uh, he cites uh, getting ready physically for his rookie campaign, as well as lessening the summer workload. Obviously, pleasure, great move, especially if you're a Spurs fan. Yeah, it's a fantastic move. Um, it's the perfect thing for the Spurs. And technically, I, I, you would also hope and think it's the perfect thing for Wimby. Right. Yeah. And look, it's not like he's not, not going to play for Team France because the Paris Olympics are in 2024. So that's, you know, it's not like a huge thing. Now, Team France is going to have to qualify, you know, and that's why they're in Indonesia. But, uh, you know, that's a, a stacked team. But obviously we know what the pros are. You know, he rests up for the NBA season. He's gearing up for preseason, training camp, all that good stuff. Lightens his very hectic load in the summer. So you can knock that off. But I'm going to go with the cons. Why it's not a good thing. Somebody has to. Oh, so I'll, fall, I'll, yeah. I'll, fall on, I'll fall on that. So you the reason why hanging out with him and us too much, it's not that it's just, I, I find look, everything I, wrong with this situation. No, no, I'm not going to find it. Look, 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 I'm not going to find everything wrong. Cause I'm a totally agreement. I applauded the decision he made, <laughs> but to bring balance to segment one pleasure. Uh, um, uh. The only, the only drawback I can see is him not getting more experience at a high uh, level of competition and playing against, uh, you know, perhaps stiffer competition teams that are just hungry, you know, to qualify for the Olympics. We know that international mm-hmm. players, they go all out to represent their country and make it into the Olympic play. Yep. Uh, I, I would have liked to see him do that. I really thought that if I had to triage it and say, okay, team play, a uh, team France play in Indonesia versus lightening the load or perhaps not playing at all in the summer league, despite him saying that he will, I would have sacrificed summer league play versus team France play, because I felt that August timing right there would have really got his conditioning going heading into training camp. He would have sacrificed uh, summer league play. So that's about a couple of months before August. And then he's raring to go for training camp and preseason. So I, I think he, I think I just see it as perhaps he lost the chance at playing against a high level competition. Can I alleviate your worries? Tell me. Um, he goes and plays against high level of competition, or I guess whatever the people trying to qualify are in terms of highest competition. Somebody over aggressively trying to play their way into the FIBAs when they will actually more than likely send a group that will get them there regardless. Rolls up under Wimby and he tweaks his ankle going into the season. You see, that, that, that could is, happen. To- oh, it can happen at any point in time, but let's face it. While he's going to play in the summer league, He's likely done after the first two games. You and I both know this. Right, yeah. He's going to get a case of dry skin. He's playing all of the summer league. The Spurs are notorious for rip-courting their big players as early as possible. We, 
I'm willing to bet we won't see him in Sacramento at all. Yeah, I agree with you there. I think you will not see him in Sacramento. And if you do, maybe it's a quarter and that's it, just to satisfy the crowd there. Um, that perhaps bought a ticket. Get, once we get to Vegas, who are the first two games against? Oh, uh, Hornets and uh, Blazers. So there you go. So picks one, two, and three, right? Uh, all playing against each other, and then that's it, right? And then those games are televised where? NBA and ESPN. Those are the only summer league games that are really going to be televised uh-huh. on ESPN in prime time, if I'm not correct, right? Right. Yeah, I think but, but, his his day will likely end after Portland. But here's the thing, and too. I have all of this rest because this is the greatest thing, and this is the the brilliance and the maturity that Victor Wembanyama brings at, that he's displayed at every turn and every level of being kind of open in the media with us since we've kind of started drooling over him since the draft lottery <laughs> and even before. He knows well, this team he, can roll out there with Rudy Gobert, Nicholas Batum, and Evan Fournier, who have all had plenty of rest already. Go out, win the – and even if not win, qualify in the FIBA world. They'll be playing in the Olympics, and he'll be good to go that year. If he were to have played in whatever he's going to play in, in the Summer League, you, he played 62 games for – uh, the Mets 92 and you factor in the Phoebus and then the Olympics next year. He was calculating that he was looking to play about 170 or more games in a 24 month span. The, the probability of staying healthy when you're playing that much basketball in such a short amount of time, and that doesn't even include the practice, the training camps, the other rigorous right. things he's going to be doing to keep himself in shape. Like that's insane. So he, I, and I think it, it all hit him during this leave uh, after getting swept by Monaco, come to the States, press whirlwind tour, get to San Antonio, more tour stuff. Like, you can kind of start to see, like, it was wearing on him a little bit. And so now he's up at Nike at the facility. He needs time. He needs time just to let his body rest. And I think he's starting to figure that out. He is James Pledger with San Antonio Sports Star. Uh, make sure to follow him on Twitter at I am Pledger. When we get back, we're going to let James continue his thought. I'm going to give a small rebuttal back and more right. on Wimby sitting out, Team France play. And then we're going to get into uh, some, some Spurs news and notes. Preseason's home schedule is out. Guess who's on that slate at home? It'll be fun. Those games will definitely be fun. And they're just preseason right here on Lockdown Spurs with James Pledger of San Antonio. Star. Hey, I want to talk to you about eBay Motors. You want to go to eBay Motors right now. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to My Garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. 
because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We're back right here on Lockdown Sports with James Pleasure with San Antonio Sports Star, host of Extra Innings with Pleasure and the co-host of the Saturday Morning Hangover. And we thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. You guys are the everydayers. Yeah, just put a blanket on this. It's going to be Wemby. We're going to be talking about him tomorrow. So no shocker there. And we're, I know, right, James? And we're talking about Wemby's decision to not play at uh, the FIBA World Cup this summer. James, uh, before the break, I go, you know, I got a small rebuttal. rebuttal. Mm-hmm. You know, you talked about the level of talent he'll play. He could have played against at the World Cup. You know, teams and players hungry to get a medal. But the same could be said at the Summer League. He'll be going up against guys that are itching for an NBA job. You know, he's locked in for one. Scoot is locked in. Brandon Miller. So they may kind of coast a bit. But you'll have bigs. You'll have guards that are going to want to put on a show. What Mm -hmm. better way to try to, you know, cross them over? or put them in a situation where they could risk health when you're trying to go for a job. To me, if I had to triage, I think that's much more dangerous than going up against a FIBA team. Well, A, you've been to Summer League and know the competition there. It is very much a wide-open pickup game, more so than anything there. So the structure is a little bit different. And less conducive to injuries because people all out. Yeah, they're going all out, but they're not going quote unquote all out. You know what I mean? They're running fast. That's their all out. They're giving maximum effort in that sense, but there's no plays. There's uh, very little defense. It's all one on one. For the most part, it's going to be different. And the, the matter of the fact is, outside of those two games, and even in those two games, I don't know how much we're going to see him that we talked yeah. about while at the French, uh, playing for the French national team. You would assume he's playing in heavy minutes in every game as they try and compete for the French World, or for the FIBA World Cup. So, right. two different levels, two different types of games and also just two different supposed minutes that he would be playing and days like this is mainly going to be a show to showcase him on ESPN for the nationals for ratings at the very beginning of Las Vegas. And I don't expect to see him once the tournament starts to take fold or even really before it takes fold. I expect this to be a very quick, hey, what's going on? He's got the media obligations he's doing there anyway, so he's going to be there in the first place. So that's completely different in my opinion. Or Yeah, in my opinion, I expect those two situations to be very different levels of competition and also just levels of work and just additional exertion on his body to which he's already had a ton of exertion in to this point 
playing for a, a title already. And you know yeah. by the answers that he told you during his media availabilities, I believe this was at with y'all up in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. He cares about winning titles. Yeah. So if he goes to FIBA, it's not like he's going to take it easy. <laughs> you know? But but as far as NBA preparation, what prepares him more for that? Pickup games or high-level competition with Team France at the FIBA Worlds? Sean Elliott talked about his dinner with the triumvirate of the photo that we saw with David and Timmy and Manu and Sean and Pop being at that dinner at Bliss here in San Antonio. And he said that he was asking all the right questions on the Dan Patrick show and then followed that up with what were some of those questions that were asked. And he was like, how do I take care of my body on a back-to-back? Like, yeah. this this kid gets it more than a 10-year season pro does. And so I expect him to be in the lab practicing, getting ready, an elite competition level. Like, you don't need to play, and you definitely don't need to play by a different set of rules to get ready for an NBA season. Like when you play for your country, yeah. you're getting ready for your country. You're playing a different set of rules. It's a different game. It's a different style. We talked all year about how different playing in the that uh, French league is from playing in the NBA and how it's going to be so much easier for them. Well, being at an NBA practice facility, working with NBA trainers, practicing for an NBA season to play against NBA type defenses mm-hmm. get you ready to play in the NBA more so than playing in a league where we've all said scoring's just much harder in that league because of the way they're allowed to defend you. Yeah, I, I, I look at this situation, James, and look at the end of the day when I take off my, you know, got to take on the con side of this argument hat. Yeah, I'm, I'm ecstatic that he's he's sitting out. I think that was the right decision. His new employer is the Spurs. You know, that makes sense to me. And, of course, he wants to win on the NBA level. And there's a lot of hype surrounding him. So what better way to live up the hype than to sit out a uh, set of games where that you don't need? You mentioned the, the squad. I mean, you're not even uh, the Team France squad. You're not even including uh, Frank Nilekina. You know, there's that. You know, so, so. Uh, you know, they should be fine. So, again, yeah, I think it was a smart decision. It's going to bode well for him. And also this, too, another pro is it may lessen the less the load management. Perhaps he's not load managed more than he probably would have been if he did play at the FIBA World Cup. So there's a bonus right there. And, and of course, the health. That is the big one. With, for guys his size, it's health. Um, and the healthy health legs, and the, healthy feet, everything. Mm-hmm, and the health, and as you said, not playing in FIBA, barely playing in Summer League, it gives him about three and a half months to kind of get his body right and ready for an NBA season instead of a month and a half to try and get right and ready. And even in that month and a half, you have training camp starting. So it's really only about a month after FIBA would have ended that, I mean, this kid would have been going nonstop up until the start of the season. And 
that's not beneficial for him staying healthy through that season. I don't care who you are. Like, yeah. Even LeBron takes time off. The reason he's been able to play as long as he has, because even in the postseason, he's played more minutes than a lot of people have played in their entire career. Absolutely, yeah. Because and... he plays so long. But what he does is he uses that time from June when he's off to the start of the next season to get his body right and get ready again for the next season. And you don't want to take that away from a kid who hasn't even started his professional career yet. So give him a chance to get his body right before the NBA season even starts. He is James Pledger with San Antonio Sports Star. Follow him on Twitter at I am Pledger. And just for the record, everybody, I am ecstatic that he's not playing at FIBA World Cup. I just want to take a different position. So uh, keep those pitchforks away from me, Spurs fans. <laughs> I was not advocating that he plays at the FIBA World Cup. When we get back, we catch up. Everyone attack, yeah. Uh, when we get back, we're going to talk about some Spurs news and notes, including, yep, the home preseason games are out already. Yes, it, it's going by super fast, everybody. Uh, before you know it, you'll be able to see Victor Wembayam making his regular season NBA debut very, very soon. Hey, thanks for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. You guys are the everydayers. Again, tomorrow's show will likely focus on Wembayama. Hey, I want to talk to you about Muslinger's drive through Coffee. It's locally owned, serving uh, our San Antonio community daily, Monday through Sunday, every day of the week, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. You want to go to 2404,000 Oaks Drive, go there right now. If you need a coffee, you need a latte, if you need a cold brew, if you need dairy alternatives, whatever drink you can think of, more than likely, Muslingers will have it. Their menu is extensive. They have the Red Bull Infused Lightning Bolt Series. That should wake you up and get you going throughout mm. your day. Add some strawberry to that, please. I, I'm telling you, add a, a strawberry flavor. I've had it so many times. I like adding that extra nice little kick of strawberry flavor to it. And also they have the Alien with Wimbayama, now officially a spur. Toast them. Go get yourself the Alien drink. It's Red Bull and Kiwi and Red Apple all mixed together. Tastes really great. They also have the OG OJ. That's Pledger's favorite, I think. One mm -hmm. of his favorites on the menu. If you remember, if you're a '70s and '80s baby like me and James are, we remember going back to the old school malls, picking up an Orange Julius, and walking the mall, hitting up the music stores. Those days are gone, but the OJ, OG, OG, OJ, there we go, is back to bring you those nostalgic <laughs> vibes. It's pretty much the Orange Julius all over again. Go get it right now. Again, you want to follow them on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, wherever you can think of. You'll find. Muslingers at Muslingers STX. Over 300 five star reviews cannot be wrong. Life is too short for bland coffee. We're back right here on Lockdown Spurs with James Pledger of San Antonio Sports Star. He's going to talk about his new show and the other show that he co hosts momentarily. So, James, <clears throat> let's go in to get some Spurs news and notes. So, would you happen to have thousands of dollars laying around right now that I can have so I can get myself a uh, Wimby card? Please. Mm -hmm. Please. It's a good investment, yeah. apparently. Yeah, yeah. Check, 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 check your account. Check your wallet. I don't know if, if kids still That's what put I'm money doing. in. I'm them. checking. I usually have All a hundred dollar right. bill behind my license. No, nothing. Nothing. Damn. Nothing. Sorry. Well, if you have a lot of money, you might <laughs> want to start investing in a Wimby card. Yes. Um, 
the Wimbayama basketball trading card is spiking. In the last month, James, online auction, eBay, has uh, reported that they have, that they just, people on the, on the, on the, using the site, the Wimbayama card itself has sold over $1.1 million uh, in Wimby cards in just the last month. And that's not even cards that has his own Spurs jersey on yet. Wait till those come out. I mean, yeah. Would you would you take a gamble and invest in a card like Wemby? And especially if you, knowing that you were in San Antonio, we could probably get it autographed easily. Absolutely. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? I mean, you're talking about a guy that is talked about with the likes of LeBron James. Like that's the last person that has been as hyped as Victor Wimbanyama has. So, yeah, I would take a flyer on that because from what we've seen with how he's dealing with everything right now, that's we know he's going to put in the work. We know he's dedicated to his craft. We know that he's got the leadership to lean on around the culture and the franchise with Tim and uh, Manu and, and Sean and David. For guidance, yeah, I yeah, trust. I, think, I trust yeah. him to mm-hmm. do everything he can to live up to the lofty expectations that are placed upon mm-hmm. himself. Yeah, I spoke with a uh, San Antonio trading card guru, Joshua Cook. He's been on Lockdown Spurs many times. He told me to expect the Wimby card to kind of hold steady at one point, even when he has that Spurs uniform on. It's a regular season that by the end of the first season, that's where you really see its value because there's still the, the, the industry is still waiting to see how he performs. So, well, yeah, but, but yeah, but, but the point is people are like, you mentioned, you know, you invest in that now get the cards yeah. cheaper and uh, you hold on to it. I, and James, even his first ever American basketball card was actually from a sports illustrated kids magazine. Where it's like perforated, like you cut, like you just tear out mm-hmm. in the little, little little sharp edges, kind of. I a remember show. those. Yeah, they still do those. And if you have one of those, I've seen them sell on eBay right now for over a thousand dollars, just by itself, straight out of the kids' um, uh, yeah. magazine. I'm gonna go look for a magazine now. I think that's what I should go do. Go find one. I mean, if it's if it's selling for that perforated. Imagine if it was still connected in oh, the magazine, non-perforated. What 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 uh, cards do you have? It doesn't have to be Spurs. Just any card that you have that might be valuable. Uh, I've got an OG rookie Kobe Bryant card in his lower Marion jersey for when he was drafted. Nice. Nice. I think I have. I've got some Akeem Olajuwon rookie cards and stuff. Like I've got a, I've got a very extensive uh, card collection from when I was a kid. I have that uh, Michael Jordan card, where the Menendez brothers are seen in the back. Okay, I thought you were going to say the one where he was wearing twelve. I was like, damn. I might even have that one. I got to go look, but I know I have the one with the Men. No, no, I'm sorry, sir. That's the Mark Jackson. Sorry, the Mark was it the Mark Jackson? Yeah. It was the Mark Jackson mm-hmm. that has the Menendez brothers in the background. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, creating cards are a big business. So if you have a chance, scoop up some Wimby cards and uh, 
We'll see how it pans out. I think it's going to be a safe bet. In other Spurs news, the team announced its home preseason game slate. Yeah, it's already here. Usually, you, James, we usually we don't get these announcements towards like towards training camp. We're getting them now. We know why because the ticket sales. But and nevertheless, they're already sold out. And they're already sold out, right? So <laughs> the Spurs will have three home preseason games. You'll get uh, one on October 13th versus the Eastern Conference champs, Miami Heat. Uh, mm-hmm. At 7 p.m. Central. And then the oh, the good ones, the good ones. Uh, preseason matchups back to back at home versus the Rockets. And the Rockets and Spurs fans are beefing. Oh my goodness. If you have not seen what's going on on social media, go look. This, the rivalry, at least on social media, is picking up. And dare That's I say, crazy. the rivalry could even spark on the court because it all started with Victor's reaction to the spur to Houston, not landing the number one pick when he pumped his fist. Needless to say, Rockets fans did not take uh, too kindly to that. Started bashing the Spurs, bashing Wimby. There's video of the Rockets fans booing Wimbyama when his name I was thought, announced. Yeah, on I thought it started night. with the Rockets fans booing Wimbyama. No, no, it, it started, it started before that when the, the video came out with Wimby pumping his fist. Um, and that started the, yeah. So that started everything. So yeah, you not gonna be a uh, long of a wait. You got summer league games, Sacramento and California, then a little low, then you will have the preseason home games, but uh pleasure. We just, I just want to let you know that uh we know that you are a, you know, a big time Rockets fans, but I believe yeah. on Twitter Spurs fans are, they got your back. I think they've told you, like, we know that they're like, we know that James is a Rockets fan, but he's good. He's good in our book. So you're safe, James. Well, you're safe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I long campaigned for Victor Wembanyama here in San Antonio. I would hope I've built up some credit with the, with <laughs> the Spurs fans here. Like, I yeah. am a fan of the Rockets, but I am also realistic in knowing where these two teams are and what point of their rebuilds. I hope they both get really good because nothing will make me happier than, you know, the old ITEM rivalries because they were oh, so yeah. epic in the 90s. Oh, my they God. They kind of yeah. fell off in the 2000s. It, I know they had the time. McGrady stuff yeah. uh, where he scored like 44 points and 13 That was just a game. Was. It, wasn't, it wasn't like long-lasting. Yeah, that's what like I'm it saying. Was the it 90s, was, they're yeah. all flashes in the pan. There was yeah. nothing really with the Harden Rockets and Spurs. Like, yeah. Everything just kind of fizzled out after David and Akeem for the most part. And it I really think it it's gonna get reignited. A great rivalry after that. I think it's gonna get reignited this this coming season simply because the two teams are young. Very young. Uh I would love uh, to see it. I think it's gonna happen. I think even if Spurs fans and Rockets fans weren't beefing right now, I think just on the court, it really would have because look, Dallas, they're gonna be good. You know, they got Luca. But it Are still they? seems like it's a it's well it's, it's I was gonna say it's about a team in flux still like they got they Luca, Luca but they this just year. can't How and they got Kyrie they the and, well they didn't make it they tanked oh yeah but that's my point my Luca, point is, they had Luca and they didn't make the playoffs well that's my point my point is is that it feels like the state of Texas is wide open for any of these three teams to take the crown again Spurs had it for a very long time Dallas had it for a, a few hot seconds. You know, now it feels like it's still out there with Dallas slightly in the lead, simply because they're I not love in a rebuild. Luca as a player, but there is 
nothing around him in Dallas. No, there's absolutely can nothing. Try to go get a Kyrie, but it's the same thing as like putting Kyrie, Kevin, and, and Harden together. You have to know your roles at some point, and you have to get right. players that fit together. And they don't fit together because they both command the ball, which is yeah. going to be very, very interesting to see how Phoenix plays itself out now. Absolutely. When you've got Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and now adding Bradley Beal, and a very disgruntled DeAndre Ayton who hadn't been happy with his role in the first place. Now they want to keep him and bump him even further down the pecking order when it comes to offensive production. So before I anoint the Phoenix Suns, who will have no bench on top of all right. of that or depth, like I don't even know how those pieces are going to fit together and who's going to swallow their ego and accept their position on the team. By the way, everybody, you can get the uh, preseason tickets on June 27th at 10 a.m. Central on Spurs.com, Spurs Spurs app, or the official Spurs fan club. Hey, we did not forget about this topic, but real quickly, uh, James, uh, the Spurs did not buy back into the first round. Many thought that they would. It made it logical. You know, know, they got got all these first-round picks. What are you going to do with them? Nothing happened. It was Wimby, and mm-hmm. that was pretty much it. I mean, I, I know C.D. Sissoko is a spur, and I get that. But, mm-hmm. you know, well, yeah, you told me, and you know, everybody, Jimenez was telling me, you know, your former co- co-worker there at the Star, telling me, don't leave after Wimby. You know, don't leave because something's going to happen. Nope. Nothing happened. Why do you think that is? Well, I imagine because the price to get wherever they wanted to get cost too much. And they were probably had two to three people that they had kind of circled. And we kind of know what some of those names were. The Thompson twins, um, Scoot, and the possibility of, of drafting Bilal. Right. Kubali. And once all of them went off the board by the seventh pick, there was no need to try and trade back up into the first round at that point. Yeah. Or back into the lottery. So if you're trying to do something, the price is too high, or, or and the price may have been high because the the other guys stay stu- stuck and pu- picked. So the Thompson twins went four and five. Scoot went three. It was going to cost probably an exorbitant amount to get them to move out of the first round altogether because the Spurs didn't have another first-round pick to package to where it's like, ah, if there's somebody else you'd really like in the first round, there's a possibility you could get them. They weren't trading back up with ammunition of another first in this year's pit draft to kind of work with. They were trading up with, if you trade with us, you're not picking this year. Right. And so those teams may have been like, that's not going to work for us this year. Or it's going to really cost you on the back end. And it was so cost prohibitive that the Spurs didn't look at it like that. And the other one is the Kubali one, the one that we believe they were Mm -hmm. probably really targeting. Well, both teams were looking at somebody else. So they flipped one spot to get just a little, a little kind of garnish on what they were doing. 
So yeah. both players, both teams ended up with the players they want. The Wizards get Kabali, the Pacers ended yeah. up getting their guy. Like to me, I didn't see the ability to trade back up without overpaying. And I also, too, I think the entire NBA world knows that the Spurs got a lot of cash and a lot of picks, so they're going to take advantage of that. Like, yes, we know that you have all the money. We know you can afford this price tag. And perhaps the Spurs are like, yeah, yeah, that ain't going to happen. Also, too, I also think it just came down just to simply uh, haters. Like, no, you don't just want Wimby. We're good. You're good. You know, like, <laughs> you're fine. I think it could have been that, too. Just simply that you know like now you know Spurs fans yeah, are not going to try I mean Spurs fans Brian Wright's comments that night after the draft or the next morning or whenever whenever he actually held that press conference because at one o'clock it still hadn't happened and I was done at that point <laughs> well, well, well I'm but sorry the- I, I didn't get to I didn't get to see the conference because I was in, in the Wimby uh conference room at, at Barclays no 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 the Brian Wright thing happened like I don't know, either later that night or the next morning. The Brian Wright stuff came out like super late. Oh no, um, I missed it. Uh uh I, was it a boy wait, wait, was it about them trying to get into the first round? Uh yeah, I mean he he talked about it, said they attempted it, price was too much. But his the one that really got me was in the second round when they traded the thirty third pick. And everybody was kind of freaking out. <laughs> he said, no, uh, like we had some guys that we wanted. And we could have made the pick there. And there was no reason to trade. We just kind of did it anyway. <laughs> uh, uh, just a team full of riches, maybe. I like, yeah, so. we didn't have to. We got we got a good squad. We got a bunch of picks in the future. We got a lot of cash. We're good. The fact that he traded out of thirty three because he was basically bored. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I guess you want to just look at it. Like they got two for one. I guess. I mean, two picks for one. Pick, yeah, but, but yeah. I mean, is is it two for one though? I I mean, after you because get a win, you're trading I mean, what else basically is the thirty third pick, which is it the back end of the first round almost like you're so high in the second there that if somebody falls from the first round out and you're like, wow, I didn't believe this person was here. You got that possibility of getting them. Well, it's hard to assume either of the picks they got are going to be that high in the second round. Well, it's like I said a little while ago, I think after you get Wimby, I mean, you're pretty much your night is over. I mean, I I think the Spurs were, uh, you know, crazy lucky to have uh, CD still there. They're at 44. I mean, that's a, that's a great raw talent there. But mm-hmm. nevertheless, yeah, I think you get a Wimby nights over. Let's just go cruise control. But, uh, hey, we're done talking. We want to hear from you. Uh, what do you think about Wimby sitting out of the FIBA World Cup this summer? Obviously, we know what you're going to say. But can anybody think of any reasons why maybe he should have? Also, what do you think about some the Spurs news and notes? Preseason out, Rockets, Spurs fans beefing. What about your trading cards? And Are you disappointed the Spurs did not trade back into the first round? We need to know. James, how can they tell you about that on social media and at the star? Well, you can follow me at I am Pledger, or you can get it at me in a multitude of ways on air. I am extra innings with Pledger every weekday from 6 to 7. 
You can get in on our YouTube page, watch the show live at SA Sports Star, as well as any of our live shows. Comment and get at us there. You can call into the shows, however you want to go about it. So you can get at me every weekday from 6 uh, to 7 at night or on Saturdays on the Saturday Morning Hangover with Jack Thompson and Katie Goodman from 9 to 11. Simple as that. And it's a great show since uh, James has uh, been given the honor of having his own show. Uh, it's a good recap. If you missed out on any of the big uh, uh, headlines in the sports world, check out Extra Innings with Pledger at San Antonio Sports Star. And we thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. Talk about more Wemby tomorrow. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. Subscribe to Lockdown Spurs on YouTube, iTunes, Google play iHeart, pick a platform we are there but for james budger i am jeff garcia we're gonna put a lock on this episode of locked on spurs